Okay, without any further ado, our first message will be brought to us by our pastor, Mr. Steve Andrews, entitled Renewal. again. Yes. I have um, for quite a while traditionally had a, uh, a longer message on the day before Passover, but um, I thought I would just today encourage us because uh, this is God's plan of salvation beginning. We are looking at the beginning of it. Uh, we're already into it. Uh, Abib, the month of green ears. It's interesting that uh, when Israel was given this, uh, the priesthood would go out and they would look, and during the March or April, they would look for the green ears uh, that would be growing. And so uh, we already are in that, in that time. And coming up is... Is this me? Woo! <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah, is that what it is? Here. You're going to throw it away? No. <laughs> How about the other one? Let's see, have I got any more over here? <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> Boy, that's uh, interesting. Just broadcasting right over my phone. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I see God's holy days as a renewal of the soul, renewal of the spiritual soul. And when we come to that, the beginning of this is redoing it. It's, it's a renewal of our time with God um, because he set these up as times to come together. He calls them holy time. Um, and so we, we come together on this Thursday evening. And we've already been talking about it this Thursday evening. And Matt and I will facilitate this mess, the Passover service here. When I say that, I, I, I like to add that he and I both need this Passover service, just like the rest of us. Anyone that is baptized needs this service. And well, we're going to turn to this a lot, but I want, to, I want to turn to it just real quickly here. In, math, in the first Corinthians, the fifth chapter, Paul says, for even, in verse 7, for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. If you were Israelite and you come out of the uh, bondage in Egypt and you had come into the promised land, you would choose a lamb perfect lamb, uh, and 
and you would take it, and it would be sacrificed. But today, we have uh, Christ as our sacrifice. And so when we come together, Christ has given us some emblems to take. They are the bread which represented his body and the blood which represented his blood. And also the foot washing. Now this is, and normally in all of our uh, gatherings and everything, it's usually a joyous time, a lot of times that we're uh, together with a lot of joy and happiness, but we are coming to a solemn occasion. And if you remember what Paul said about this very day in 1 Corinthians, the, um, the 11th chapter, he said that for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show the Lord's death till he come. It's, it's a memorial service. It's like a, a funeral service that we come together. And so it's, it's more solemn than anything that we do. And when we come together, we'll, um, we'll have a lot of reading of the scriptures. We'll have uh, the foot washing that will come first in which we will gather together. <laughs> um, when Jesus bent down, he, he washed all of the disciples' feet. He, he bent down and washed the, uh, the 12 disciples' feet. And when he came to Peter, Peter, Peter was saying, Man, don't wash my feet. Well, that was a servant's job. That was for the servants to do. And so he understood that. And here, the one that he's been following all this time is bending down and washing feet. And he probably just could not understand it. And he says, well, don't do that. And Jesus says, well, if you don't let me wash your feet, you have no part in me. Well, our service, and of course then Peter said, well, my head, my, you know, my hands, my head, everything. He says, Everything else is clean except for your feet. It was a, it was a symbolic uh, service of humility. And that's what we do when we come and we, we, we don't wash everybody. We, we have a partner that we choose and we wash that, that person's foot. And they, they wash your feet. So I wanted to help uh, John understand that a little bit. And that's the uh, uh, first time that he's been, uh, will be there and have an opportunity to, to partake of the Passover service. And it's a wonderful service. It's, it helps us to understand what Christ uh, wants us to know about his sacrifice and how important it was. Um, and then, of course, we read the scriptures. We read John's um, uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 in the book of John during that night. And we get a an understanding of the Passover service. And it's the beginning, the beginning of what God is teaching us about salvation, about what he is working out in all of the world. Eventually, everyone will understand these days. Everyone will at some time participate in the Passover service or they won't have a part in Christ. And that's what he said. So, everyone, I hope that you will um, be in, encouraged to come to the Passover service. Now, when Israel came out 
after God, <laughs> they like to use the, the death angel. And if you've watched the Ten Commandments, it's that green fog that goes down through there. I, I always used to joke about that when, during the COVID thing. You know, there must have been a green fog out there somewhere because we're going down through there. Everybody was getting, you know, getting COVID from this green fog. But uh, if you've ever watched that uh, the, the movie, The Ten Commandments, um, that's what <laughs> supposedly uh, the death angel, but the Bible says that God went down through and destroyed all of the, the firstborn. That he took the responsibility and destroyed the firstborn. So when they came out in a high hand, they celebrated. Well, we come out with a higher hand, don't we? Because we um, have been saved from bondage, the bondage of sin through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we celebrate that. We, we go back to that night, that original night, but we also look to the night in which we came out of bondage, of the bondage of sin, and all of the meaning that, that is there. And it's the beginning of the holy days, isn't it? It's the beginning of the days of unleavened bread. It's interesting that uh, this year, the next day, is uh, Easter Sunday. And, uh, and here we are coming together and worshiping God on the days that he has set aside and yet people probably don't understand what, what it means to un, be unleavened. <laughs> now, they, um, now they go out and they look for eggs and, and bunnies during this particular time, which I've always had a little trouble understanding how that uh, works into the resurrection of Jesus, but it seems to be a part of, uh, uh, the uh, not necessarily the worship service, but the... Uh, the way that they, they want to present it. But we, we come out with a high hand and we worship God on the days of unleavened bread, putting leavening out of our houses. And for those that are living in a, in a, you know, in a, in a mixed marriage and you're having maybe not able to do it completely in your home, just your own area is important and just you know, leading uh, unleavened bread. And it says that we are to eat unleavened bread for seven days. You are to partake. God tells us that we are to do that. So we understand also that Christ is the bread of life. And I have a lot more that I'm going to bring out during that particular time because um, I have the sermon that day uh, on, on the first holy day. And I, wanna, I, I want to encourage everyone to take the time to think about the Passover service and to think about the coming holy days and your relationship with God, your relationship with Christ and the things that um, he is teaching us and teaching us to live by. It says in the scriptures there in, in, in 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, and we'll be reading this again also during that evening. It says, wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let 
him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. You know, it's, it's, it is a fact that probably none of us are really worthy of, 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 the, of that sacrifice of Jesus who hung on that stake after being horribly beaten, horribly beaten. And he said, the, in, you can look at um, uh, Psalms 22, Psalm 22 and uh, Isaiah uh, 53, which we'll probably be reading that evening also, and understand that he could probably see the, you know, some of his bones and some of, uh, just from the stake that he's, that he's hanging on. It was a horrible torture that the Romans used to kill our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now what I've always thought, and I've looked up this word several times, is the word actually has a connotation of being, of coming irreverently. And if you go back to the context of what Paul was trying to teach the, the, um, the Corinthians at that time was, they were kind of eating, drinking, reveling, and doing things. And Paul says, that's not what this is all about. This is a very serious service. This has a great deal of meaning. And so coming to a service where you're just, you know, always uh, irreverent, uh, you're not discerning Christ's body. So that's why we try to, to, say, try to emphasize how important it is um, and how important that service is. So examining ourselves for it, are we ready? Are we, are we wanting to have, um, to renew what, what it really is is a renewal of our baptism, a, uh, a renewal of the covenant that we made at baptism. Every year we come before God and we take the Passover service because it is a renewal of that commitment that we made when we were buried, the old man was buried, and the new man came up. And now we come before God every year, and we renew that commitment that we made on a yearly basis. That's how important the Passover service is for each and every one of us. It's a renewal of our commitment to him. He says, for he that eats and drinks unworthily in an irreverent manner or you know, not discerning it, eats and drinks. The word damnation in the King James is really judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And that's, that's where we, we examine. Do I really understand the sacrifice that Jesus made for me? Do I really understand that when he... Um, was very healthy, um, was preaching and teaching, and he was allowed um, then to be put on that stake and to die. Do we really understand that sacrifice? Uh, I know that we probably can't have, ever have the depth of that understanding, but we need to come to it as, as close as we can. And as you keep it year after year after year, um, you realize how important it is that you, you know, that you do it again.
I had it in the wrong place. No wonder I was getting the wrong thing. Um, I wanted to make sure uh, everybody understood, and I think most of except maybe, uh, bring your own pan and a towel for the foot washing. Um, that would be uh, important to do that evening. And, of course, it, you know, we will be meeting at 8. Um, we usually try to get here a little bit earlier, you know, about maybe 15 minutes earlier, uh, so that we're kind of quieted down and, and ready for the Passover service to start. We will have some reading before, and then we will have uh, the foot washing service first, and then afterwards the, the bread and the wine, and then the readings. And so it takes about a couple hours with everybody that's uh, involved in it and, and everything. But I, I, I want to emphasize just how really important it is for all of us to be a part of it and to have um, and to, to think about it, think about a sacrifice of our, our Savior and the things that he went through. If you really want to have a, uh, a feel, go back and read those last few chapters uh, as he was uh, taken before Pilate, uh, before Herod, and then all of the, the things that happened to him and all of the punishment that he had. And then as he was hanging on the cross with the two thieves on, on either side of him. Those are the things that we could, could study and think about as we, as we get prepared for the, uh, for the message, uh, for the Passover service. Anyway, that was about what I had in, in mind today. I want us to understand and, and come before God with the right kind of heart and be renewed and looking forward to, to the, all of the things that, that God has set forth. Because for all of the world, all of the world, this is the plan of salvation. It begins this month. This is the first month. And it goes to the seventh month. And all of humanity will have an opportunity to come to understand the truth of this word and to keep the feasts of God. <laughs>